what it is. How's it going, everybody? Today, we're going to be reviewing the newest hot Netflix show, Squid Game, coming from us all the way from our friends out of South Korea. We're going to talk about the whole thing, the whole shebang, all the games, all of the mayhem, all that moolah or, or money, or, or is it one? Yeah, there we go. All the one you could stomach in your entire life. So sit back, relax, grab your snacks, grab a drink, and sit on down and listen to the first one to die. You are now listening to the first ones to die. The first ones to die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first ones to die podcast. We hope you're having a wonderful day. My name is Jonathan. I'm here with Jerome and Alex. How are you both doing on this wonderful day? How are you doing, Alex? I'm doing good. Well, actually, it's been a really hard week. Um, but it's <laughs> it hasn't been like horrible. Things are being things are okay. My sister hurt her foot, but you know, she's fine now. Oh, and I, if you guys listened to that last episode, I said I was gonna make a list of the movies I didn't see during my childhood. I made a poster board. Oh my goodness. Okay, so that list is, is I, gonna hopefully fill yeah, up. Yeah, it, need, it needs to be filled more. Well, that's a little messed up if you want me to fill it out more, John. <laughs> Which did I miss from my childhood? God. Uh, no, I'm kidding. If you guys have any ideas or, you know, our listeners, let me know. Yeah. I kind of scribbled Chicken Run because I think that was one of the ones I hadn't seen. Chicken Run's the one, that weird one people keep talking about to me. Mm-hmm. Which makes no sense, but then again, childhood films seem never to make sense. And I still stand by that Home Alone comic. Anyway, uh, other than that, that's literally all I've been doing. How about you, Jerome? How you doing? <clears throat> I'm good. Uh, I've been uh, chilling. I've been chilling. Like a villain. Um, yeah, I've been taking some acting classes. with. Uh, so I got a new acting teacher, so she's cool. Uh, shout out to Rachel Glass. Um, and then also, uh, yeah, that's about it. Oh yeah. And because I've got Hulu, I finally caught up on one punch man. So I've watched all of season two. Feel good about that. Can't wait for more. And also started watching reservation dogs as well. The new, uh, Taika Waititi show. Wait, one punch man. That's the guy in the yellow jumpsuit with the red cape, right? Well, it's white cape, red gloves. Okay. I've never heard of that or it. I think Kaylin mentioned it to me one time, uh, or he, or I had asked something about it about a bald. He's bald, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mentioned so he explained it to me once. I, it's a very funny anime. I love One Punch Man. It's really good. Um, and that's about it. It's been a pretty chill week. Uh, nothing too crazy going on. Yeah, still haven't seen Venom 2, but I'll make time. I know, I'm dying <laughs> to see that. With all the reviews Same. that are out, I need to see it now. What about you, Jonathan? What you doing this week? What have I been doing? Working a little bit. Um, someone hit me this week. <laughs> my car. Like physically or your car? Oh, okay. No, you gotta, car. You gotta leave. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, someone hit say, me in my car leave. to yeah, his yeah, honor real like, quick. It's just like, what'd you say? Nah, Gibson, don't hold me back. Don't hold me back. <laughs> Gibson did not hit me, but someone who was driving for <laughs> someone who was driving for um, for uh, Instacart did, unfortunately. And 
So, um, yeah, that's a thing. I'm okay, but my car took a little bit of a hit, but it's not too bad, but there's damage. So thankfully, um, insurance is involved and they are getting on it. That's good. <sighs> At least you're okay. I mean, in the end, that's the important thing. Yeah, thank you. First first ever car accident. And I'm like, but I'm thankfully that it wasn't my fault and I don't know what was happening. I think the driver was distracted or something, but and driving for Instacart, like, he was pulling into an apartment building, so I'm assuming he was like looking at his phone, checking to make sure it was the right address. Wait, like first ever car accident ever or like drop stuff? Or like in LA? First ever car accident ever. For real? Yeah. <laughs> How? I've. What do you mean? My sister's, my sister's never gotten into a car accident. How? She's like twenty. Like I've been hit twice. Now. I've hit people. <laughs> Insurance has always been involved. It was dope. But like, how has nobody hit? You? How long have you been driving? How long has she been driving? You first. How long have you been driving? <laughs> I well, I've been driving since I was seventeen, but I've I've had my car. I've only had my car since 2015, so six years. It still feels like it should have been hit eventually. <laughs> or at least, like, yeah, no, what I'm saying is, like, car accidents, like, literally are a thing that statistically happen to everybody. Mm-hmm. But I guess now, statistically, you are one. I guess so. I mean, there's been a little, like, like, little not like accidents i've definitely accidentally like tapped a car when i've been parallel parking but like nothing that made a mark or anything anyway (laughs) that's i find that very strange uh, anyway, then again, I just squid pulled- game. Yes, yeah, yeah, squid game. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's talk about weird oh, and crazy. Before we, talk, before we talk about it, um, we would love to invite you all, our lovely listeners, to like us, subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening to us on, and uh, give us a follow on social media. And if you're watching the video version, you might have seen a cameo of one of our beloved characters on the podcast. So that's an incentive to go watch the YouTube channel. We have a YouTube channel as well where we post all of the video versions of our episodes. And with that being said, and extra stuff, and extra stuff as well. Don't miss the extra stuff. With that being said, the main event is Squid Game, which premiered September 17th on Netflix globally. It is a Korean survival drama Um, where hundreds of cash-strapped players accept a strange invitation to compete in children's games. Inside, a tempting prize awaits with deadly high stakes. A survival game that has a whopping 45.6 billion won prize at stake. I cannot state enough how popular this show has been. Mm -hmm. And how widespread it has been in the less than a month that it it has hit Netflix. Which Um, I don't know why. I don't understand. Like, not because the show's not good or anything like that. I'm just trying to figure out, like, why does, of all the shows, is this the one that, like, has blown up and become, like, a pop culture, like, hit the, the, like, just decimated the pop culture zeitgeist right now. I think because it hits a lot of the multiple reasons. One, I think it hits a lot 
This is before spoilers. Everyone watch Tom. Yeah, so just, just if, if this is your first time listening, we we will warn you when we go into our spoiler section. Right now, it's just our overall thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it hits on because a lot of us during the pan because of the pandemic have created a high level of poverty, um, in just you know normal income households. It's what you would how far you would go and what you would deem like. In your moral coding, are you actually killing these people or, you know, they are being killed by somebody else, but you're kind of involuntarily also killing them. And I actually had that my discussion with my sister. She was like, I want to, we're like, yeah, we would do it, but we wouldn't do it at the same time. Cause like, yeah, money. And if everybody's willingly playing, then is it that wrong? But at the same time, yeah, it's kind of wrong. You're still leading to somebody's debt. Um, and I think it's also that that hypothetical question people have all the time is, would you do it? Because, I mean, when... Oh, I'm trying to think of a movie. There was another movie or show that came out like this, less graphic and less intense, I feel like. And it was just like, it's that whole thing of, would you do it to w- get this sum of money, to like get out of debt, to do all this stuff? And it's just that place that with that moral code in us all. You say I, 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 I was thinking the same thing because I, I was actually like right before we got on here, there was a Washington Post article asking why it resonated with specifically so many Americans. And they were saying that it was the portrayal of economic despair. No pun intended, economic despair, title of a book written by one of our friends of the podcast, Taylor. <laughs> and um oh, but, like I have uh, it, but it's over there. Um, much like Parasite um, which was also a a movie um, or well this isn't a movie but I didn't uh, like Parasite uh, that's another discussion but anyways I didn't didn't think the title fit what it was but anyways (laughs) but anyway that's um, your problem no there's lots of problems with that discussion on another day but anyway um, it's So, like, the, it's it's a Korean drama like Parasite that that depicts um, the economic despair of the country, and that can can relate to Americans as well. Like Alex was saying, uh, with the pandemic and everything, people are a lot of people are not where they want to be economically, and I don't think a lot of America American media typically explores that. So. You do ask yourself, what would I well, do in this situation? Well, definitely not from this perspective, because most shows in America that tackle it are trying to be, still trying to be like, yeah, but then they pull like this, this person, uh, like you know, hit it big, and now they're doing all the right things with their money, but up oh, here comes that drug problem again. It's all very cliche. It's the also West does the, it versus like the East. The, it's very the, the like, West real. It feels yeah, real. The West also has a big. I, I was going to say problem. But a big thing with ending their movies on hopeful endings. Mm-hmm. Like, you're mm-hmm. right. It's the whole ending it. Well, they saw what they did. They jumped the, the destruction they did. So now they're giving all their money to all the people, you know, all the loved ones, all that. They started a charity fund. They're doing it right. They're trying to wipe the blood from their hands. They may have, like, PTSD from it. But look how many people they helped. In the end, they may be psychologically damaged. But look at all the good they've done. And this really is just, like, he can't he can't do it either and it doesn't end on a hopeful note instead it ends on a very sad note a, a more truthful note i feel like and it's just i feel 
yeah, the West tends to have that dream of like it, everything will be okay in the end. I also, for me personally, what part of the reason that drew me in is because of like I also well I also think this helps as well, but like the 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 shocking and emotional nature of of the show I think and it and how its unique approach to you know conveying this this portrayal of the economy and and whatnot well um, I, was, I think I that was also just helps about to well. ask that of like what because for me like I was seeing the show everywhere but I didn't want to watch it for a while because I've seen content like this or content similar to this before. Um, but I am glad I watched it for this podcast. Uh, but I was curious uh, what made you two like be like, you know what? I'm going to check it out. Let me, let me see what all the buzz is about. So I had, well, obviously I had been hearing about the buzz everywhere. Everybody's talking about it. But specifically within the reality competition community, like shows like Survivor, Big Brother, within those communities, people have been talking about it because it parallels reality competition shows in such a major way um down to the comp the competitions are probably the the big main thing but the alliances the backstabbing the even down to the the final uh, okay never mind I, that's getting into spoilers but i'll save that later but um yeah it, it parallels reality competition shows in such a way that gets my heart going and so that's what really drew me in because I knew it had that some sort I knew it had some sort of parallel because I heard people within, you know, who, who are fans of those shows talking about it. And I am a fan of one of those shows as well. So I'm like, OK, if they like it, then I must like it. Everybody just kept talking about it. And I was like, <laughs> I'll get I'll give it a try. And that was literally it. I kept seeing it on TikTok and Instagram. And I'm like, usually I avoid buzzy shows like this because mm-hmm. you'll see all the spoilers. You'll kind of know the thing. I'll watch it and be like, oh, yeah, I saw that happen. Oh, yeah, that that happened. I saw that on Instagram. So I kind of just avoid them altogether because then when I watch it, it's kind of, you know, bland. I eventually see all the big scenes. But this was the only one I was telling Jonathan earlier that the ending wasn't spoiled for me by social media. People haven't been talking about the ending. They've been talking a lot about the games, specifically the the um, the first game, the first one, the, the red and stop. I always hated that game as a kid you mean because red, I like green light. Yeah, because I'm about to say red and stop means just stop and stop. Red, red. Well, clearly, I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> no, because like I have a fucked up leg and I did not have coordinated balance. So when you're trying to stop on like command for me isn't a thing. I'm like an old car. There's like a distance from when I stop to when the impact is. It's very short. Um, so I was usually fell down and then I lost. But so it was that they spent a lot of time focusing on that game. And so I didn't know a lot about, I didn't get to see what the other games were played, which was nice. So there was all this hype and all this like talk of it. But at the same time, there were no insane spoilers. There was nothing that was like, okay, like the Avengers Endgame. I still haven't really watched it. Why? Because like, I know the outcome. I know who dies. I know who See, wins. But here's the I've thing. Seen you the, say that, but then every time I, we bring it up on this podcast, there's always stuff you don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> but I've literally seen the funeral scene. And I can go on social media and see everything. 
Most of, mostly. I mean, they all come out of their little like time portals and everything. There's a whole <laughs> big thing that I act. But the point is, I know the exact ending of who dies. And I know I've even seen the whole funeral scene on TikTok. But this I didn't. I didn't see certain people's deaths. I didn't see certain people win certain games. And that's what I'm saying. That it, okay. it was finally something I was able to watch that had all this hype that wasn't mm. ruined. Well, okay. speaking of spoilers, should we go into the spoilers now? Well, yeah, because general yeah. thoughts. We all. Yeah. Did you guys like the show? I really liked it. Alex, did you like the show? I enjoyed it, yeah. I, I too like the show. So there you go. Those are our general Those thoughts. Those are our general thoughts. So if you came here for the, just the general <laughs> thoughts, then we'll see you later. Follow us, like us, subscribe. And if you want to get into the nitty gritty with us, then we're about to do that right now. Um, or cut this off, cut, watch it, and then come back. You know, <laughs> we, we'll, we'll still be here. <laughs> so I guess to, to get the conversation started. Well, uh, Oh, sorry. Go, I'm sorry, Jonathan. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, to get the conversation started, just just throwing it out there. One, which game do you think you would be best at? Two, which game was your favorite to watch? My favorite was The Glass Break. Like the glass stepping stone glass. That was that was really intense. It was really cool. I think it had some of the coolest like dramatic moments. Um, as far as game, I'd be good at. I uh, probably mm, probably like the red light, green light. To be quite honest, well, fuck you. <laughs> although it, that, that like the thing is that like see none of the games are easy. Or doable because the added extra element of you could get shot and then the, the guns don't have silencers or nothing. So it's just like if you're like jumpy, like every time you hear well, that's how that's how a lot of them like ended up dying was because they got startled by the mm-hmm. shot and like when they were trying to get the shapes out, they would break it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like there's there's mobile times where it's like, dang, can y'all at least have some quiet guns? I don't know, take them in another room or something. Yeah, y'all, y'all you're making me nervous. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying. Although I will admit, then this is not uh we should not actually do this. But um, you know, I will say if the threat of death was in more reality shows, I'd probably watch some more. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, me too. There was there was actually like quick side note, there was actually a show called Who Done It on ABC, and it was like a murder mystery show. And if the contestant couldn't figure out who the murderer was, then they would be at risk for like dying. And People actually like tweeted and and called the show thinking that con- the contestants were actually getting killed. I guess just okay, uh, Americans. So like Americans are kind of stupid. So that's <laughs> probably. But like that's why we all like Fear Factor so much. Mm-hmm. Like True. those drowning competitions and Naked and Afraid. That was right. Show. I never because it's, it, it's like it's like getting to, to the point of death there. without actually getting there. Although I will say because like I. The thing about Squid Game and why I say, like, I wasn't, like, too interested in watching it initially is because, like, I'd already seen Battle Royale. And then earlier, I think last year or the year before last year, Alice in Borderland came out, which is a Japanese show. And but that's on um, that's also on Netflix, like made by Netflix. Um, And that's based off of a manga. But still, it's live. The the premise is exactly the same, except the difference is 
because Alice in Borderland is like uh, three kids get sent to like a alternate reality Tokyo, and then they have to play games to survive. And if they lose, they die. It's the it's the exact same thing, yeah. except the difference is that that show is more interested in building the world of like what is this alternate reality? How does it work? Is everything the same? Who are these people? Versus Squid Game feels more realistic, like it's more grounded in reality. You know what I will say too, um, comparing Squid Games to like a lot of American or Western shows. The like competitions are also smaller. Like you never get more than a group of like fifteen people or something. So it's small. So you can care about the individuals and you can hate the certain people. But this one was like a mass abduction. It was five hundred people, basically mm-hmm. a little less. So the mass abduction was also another thing that you could be part of this crowd and you're just a number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you got told which characters to specifically cared about. Well, for but the like, longest time in the in the show, a lot of the characters are just numbers. You don't even know their names. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole thing. It wasn't until, I think, the third episode where one guy was like, what are you called? Who are you? Right. But, like, two of the characters know, knew each other. They were friends. They were childhood mm-hmm. friends. Which, by the way, hold on. I want to make sure I say his name correctly. Which Cho's, one? The character Cho Sang Wu. Cho Sang Wu? Cho Sang Wu. Fuck him. Fuck him with what he did to Ali, okay? <laughs> fuck him and fuck. I know, here's I, the thing, though. No, 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 wait, hold on. No, do not, do no, no. not. I'm not going to say he's, he's right for what he dirty. did. No, he's a complete piece of, piece of garbage. But at the same time, Ali shouldn't have fallen for that. Like, like, I'm sorry. He trusted like, him. He shouldn't like, fall for that. I know. Like, I, I could have easily seen that coming. I'm like, that doesn't make any whole, that doesn't make any sense at all what you're saying. All right, look. Everybody's gonna one person's gonna win out of every pair. I'm not gonna believe that one won't Still, won't, won't win at some point. Just played a, to, you know. They could have he could have done it so many different ways. So but first, no. first of all, I uh, episode six, I teared I was I mm. I was crying at that episode. That episode had had me tearing up. Like I watched that episode at work. Which was the wrong decision. I literally had to put my, after that episode, I put my phone down. I put myself like on work so I wasn't taking calls and I just laid my head on my desk. And my coworker was like, did you finish the episode six? I'm like, yes, you could have warned me. Literally all the characters I I favored or were like, oh, I like them a, a bit more than the others. Dead. When they, when, they, I, when they when they that was spoiled for me, so that's why uh, I didn't really cry. Uh, but that's unintentionally so. It's because I you know I, I watch a lot a of like, uh, reaction channel stuff and on YouTube, and all of them, whenever it's Squid Game episode six, the thumbnail is them crying and a picture of the old man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, so let me guess, he dies. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I was more upset by Ollie. That when they realized when they realized that they had their the reason why they partnered up is because they were going against each other. I and figured then that the out wa- immediately. And like after they were like, we're gonna pair up, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna get this. We're gonna get these marbles, marble bastards. And, and I'm like, how about what if y'all are playing against each other and not against other teams though? Right. And then when the when the husband and wife just turned and looked at each other, it was such a weird reaction for me because I almost like it was kind of a funny moment, but it was like also sad at the same time. It was like <laughs> just the husband this is and wife. Why seeing you each don't other. set up with the dude the same partner. Sometimes you gotta mix it up, baby. You can't play but, the same person every time because you never know. 
That's true. You never know. And then, too, usually partner games never end well. If they're a two-person game, of course it's going to be. But I think they thought, like, oh, the last one was five against five, so it must be two against two. Right. But I can't really think of any childhood games that's where it's two against two other than, like, basketball. But not War. even. That's not. I used to play, uh, like, the card game, War. I think I played once, and me and my sister got really we can't play games. Well, war, I've only ever won one game of war in my lifetime because the game just keeps going. All it is is like, do you have a higher card than this? Yep, okay. And you just pass back cards. Like, you could do that for hours before anyone actually wins, and that's like the whole deck. Um, one thing I wanted to say about Cho Sang-woo is that, yes, I hated him by the end, but he kind of played the game the best. Like, if we're talking in terms of he did everything that was within the rules of the game, he kind of deserved to win at the end, especially <laughs> since, <laughs> especially since um, Sung Ji-hoon, I hope I'm saying that correctly, Sung um, the main character, mm-hmm. um, especially since he did immoral things uh, in some of the games as well. So it's not like they were completely wiped clean of all their sins by the end and it, going back to the reality um competition well, show ali, aspect, ali was innocent though you can't take that from him all right ali ain't never backstabbed nobody in the yeah, game he didn't backstab anyone yeah. neither did ali, neither did ne, neither did um neither did uh uh, uh kang um yeah the, the she girl. actually didn't yeah she actually ended up helping people out because she let them know little tidbits of what she saw mm-hmm but, but in that reality TV, that's where I saw a, a comparison to the. This will be my real, last reality television competition show analogy. No, it won't be. But <laughs> in that world, <laughs> in that world, reality TV fans, they're like, we want the backstabbing. We want someone to just go in there, swear on their kids' lives, to and and then backstab their their allies at every chance they get and then once people actually do that at the end of the game they're like we hate you why did you have to do that why did you have to send out our faves and that's how i kind of felt about this character like he did what he had to do but he also was very immoral and and killed people essentially well the thing is like the thing about this i think what's interesting about squid game 2 is that it is very lord of the flies in that way of like even no matter what you do like at some point as the numbers start yeah in the beginning it's super easy to be like let's team up because the numbers are like in your favor of like oh there's so many of us like we should definitely like be friends but once the numbers sort start to dwindle that's when it's like you really have to start asking yeah, yourself those moral questions when, of like when, are you willing saying- to sacrifice yourself for somebody else when the reality is that there there's no guarantee they probably would do the same thing and more importantly than that too it's like this is a game like i i i'm sorry but i have to beat you like <laughs> like there's yeah, no way around that cho 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 cho, cho. sang woo was trying to like betray them in only the second game i mean uh, he was always trying I to screw them was, over i knew he, he wasn't was even trying to like point. yeah i was like he already is like 
not on this team. Yeah, he on the team because he needs y'all to survive. But the reality yeah. is he's already, he's out for numero uno. Yeah, but he beginning. he didn't even like do that to like, oh yeah, we're a team. Let me survive with them for a little bit because better in group. No, right away he was out like, all right, I'll take one of them out. Mm-hmm. And I believe and sh- I believe his his first name is Sang Wu. I was I was saying his, yeah, his first, it's yeah. backwards. It's yeah. it's the oh, it's the first stars, name. Yeah. It, the first part of the name is the family name, and then the other the second part of the name is their like so will Sang be Wu. the equivalent to our first name. Oh okay, then Sang Wu, fuck him still. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I get what you guys are saying, and I absolutely agree with you. And I he's not as bad as a character. I'm just upset with him for that episode six solely. It's that <laughs> it's that part. That part pisses me off so bad. No, but I actually like, yes, he did what he had to do to survive. And unfortunately, that is a game of literal life and death. And what pissed he me like off was just the people who are just like willing to come back to this and then get surprised when they get murdered or, or like get upset when they lose. It's like, you you asked for this. <laughs> they they not only not only did they say you could not you if you want to play you don't have to play they also let you leave and then gave you the card and was like hey but if you want to come back though i mean now you know what the deal is so so ain't no ain't no ain't no leaving this time like which i i liked that they did that like in the narrative narrative wise i like the show did that they got to go back into the outside world i was like wait that's it that that's that's the whole show. I that thought there was six games. I thought for sure it was going to be a thing where it's like, okay, there, there's more episodes. Clearly, they're not going to actually leave. And then when there's like, all right, see you guys. Go ahead and pack your bags. I was like, oh, right. wait a minute. What you mean? He's like, no, no, no. Yeah, like, I yeah, thought pack there was going to be some uh, weird we clause like they can't leave or something. But going back to Jonathan's original question, as we <laughs> skewed off a bit, Jonathan, yeah, what about what about you? What game do you was your favorite, and which one do you think you would be best at? I. I also really liked, uh, so, who just to be different, because I, I feel like I have the, my, my answers are pretty much the same as Jerome, but um, I did really like the, um, Glass Bridge. The Glass, I did really like the Glass Bridge, like, like, like Jerome. Um, but I also, I also like the Tug of War. Uh, because I didn't know how, like I thought, I thought they were just gonna fall off, and then when I saw you know the, what? the thing yeah, come the down, cut. it's like that—that's dramatic yeah, and that's extra, and I appreciate that. That that I, I'll give you. I forgot about tug of war. That's probably the one I could probably win because that was literally as they were going up. I was like, and they were like, "Well, we don't want no women because you know they're not strong enough." I'm like, "No, it doesn't matter how strong anybody is in the game of tug of war. It basically it, it very much depends on strategy. If you have the heaviest people in the front and back, weakest people in the middle, and then you put all your weight on that rope, you could easily win." And that's exactly what they did. I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> so you would have been the old man in the situation. In that one situation, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just that one. <laughs> Which that was that was my thing when they were like, "Well, he's old. What can he do?" I'm like, "Yeah, that means he probably knows a lot of stuff. He, we got wisdom on our side. Everybody else is new. They don't know. They well, don't know what's was, going on." It was like mainly that like they had like one extra guy because they needed the team of ten, and he was just like, "No women are old men. What is going on?" It's like, "Shut up. Do you see your numbers around?" Well, Do you see? Nobody else. Will- no, Song Wu said that too. He was like, "Everybody was grab Song a Wu? man," and I was like, 
okay, but do like, you, you not like, see the numbers? Like, first of all, the numbers aren't in our favor, right? We gotta have like what was it, eight, Ooh, eight, not nah, eight groups of ten. So it's like because there was like yeah. it was like eighty of them left at that point. So it was eight also, groups of ten. Yeah, yeah. Also, you you're literally part of the outcast group. Nobody wants to join your team. <laughs> mm-hmm. Literally, more importantly than that, I that just kept driving me insane. And they were like, "Oh, we need ten people. Let's get all the men because we don't want anybody weak." I'm like, "You don't know what the game is. For all you right. know, having women on your team might be a benefit. <laughs> like, you don't know what the game is. Y'all are taught. Y'all are strategizing. Like, you know what you're going to be playing. And that's the thing that frustrates me a lot of times. They kept trying to strategize things, but like, I don't know if it. It almost like didn't click a lot in their head that like we're playing kids games. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. You're an adult. You know how much harder it is to play adult games when you're or kids games when you're an adult. True. Yeah. Crouching down and doing stuff because like I learned that I have a little arthritis in my back. You know how much tug of war would hurt me <laughs> pulling like that. That would kill my lower back. All right, and just like games like that, I'm like, no, I don't, I don't do that. Red like. Green light? No, thank you. No, thank you. I will twist an ankle. My sister just twisted an ankle on Monday. <laughs> like, I'm old now. I have accepted this, and those people were older than me in their 40s and 50s. Y'all are gonna break something. I, which I one? thought about it. Oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. so I was just gonna ask Alex real quick, which one would have been your, your forte? You walk in and see it, and you're like, this is my game. I will like the honeycomb shaping cutting. Ooh. Um, only because Mexicans have something mildly similar. We don't, but we have this candy called, uh, De La Rosa, uh, Marzipan. It's a peanut candy. It's really good. And it crumbles very easily when you have it. And so it's kind of good luck if you can open it and it's still whole. So you do it very slowly. And plus, if you open it too fast, it will go everywhere. So (laughs) having that steadiness of being careful of like moving it around. So you open the wrap. I think something like that. And then playing with the marzipan growing up was always something I do have like slight tremors in my hand. I'm all messed up. (laughs) There's all sorts of things I can't play in games. I I didn't say that one for, for my, for my, the one that I would have excelled at because I would have been the dumb one to pick the umbrella as my shape. But the thing is, I'm also, I'm also like I went to school for culinary, so I know how what to do with burnt sh- or cooked sugar. That I know how not to break it either, mm. and that's all it was. It was just cooked sugar, so I know exactly I, how although, to maneuver it and things. I love the visual of these hardened soldiers that are have that will kill somebody with no with no hesitation, being in the kitchen like, hey, hey, hey I need help with my umbrella real quick. Give me, <laughs> hey, come on, come over here real quick. Let me, let me. <laughs> Let me help they you with the umbrella. Just, just cooking cookies, basically. Yeah, my ear. Just got a bakery, just with an apron on and everything. That's true. They all did have aprons. So they're just like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's just like, hey, 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 is that at 350 degrees? Yeah, it's 350 degrees. You know it got to be 400, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll turn it up. Damn. Number 25, you were in charge of the ovens. But what were you going to say, Jerome? I was just gonna say in my head though, I I know I knowing myself, if I was ever in that situation where I was that much in debt, I like I cause I just love that idea when they're like, nah, we not playing this game no more. It's not like that. He's like, hold up, before y'all okay, I understand y'all upset. But before y'all go, y'all let me just show you the money real quick. And I love it. They were just like, it don't matter how much money you 
It, it don't matter how much the amount is, we still want... Dang, that money's still falling. It, it just started stacking up. And I was like, I, if it were me, I'd probably hesitate to. I'd be like, well, dang, I mean, I mean, it's only, it's only, you know, these are kid games. I could probably survive, right? Yeah. It was, it, was like- weird. it was weird to me that nobody was thinking about the fact, really, or they didn't vocalize it if they did think it that only one person was going to get that money. Like, I could have told you that on the first uh, game. Like, I, they were setting it up so that only... they they To me, it felt like they were operating in the sense that if you got to the last game, you were going to get the money, regardless of how many people were there. It was obvious, it was obvious that only one person was going to get the money. The rest of them were going to die. Well, see, the, here's the thing. It was individual games, so it almost made it appear like multiple people could survive. Mm-hmm. Because you were playing individually, and I don't think it was until the third game where it was a tug of war where you realized, oh, now we're literally playing against each other. It's like my outcome with the honeycomb and the red light, green light wasn't based on the person next to me or wasn't based on anything. Though it was based on like the bullet shots and the sound next to me. But those were based on solely me. And then you get to the next one. So it's like, oh, okay, it's me and these people. And then the going forward... The Marvel game, oh, it's me or them, like, individually. So I think at the beginning, the first two games kind of make the interpretation that, like, multiple people you can survive if you all keep playing the game right. And when the person died, it was of their own, you know, volition where they, you know, messed up the honeycomb, where they moved. So I think it gave that impression or implied it that way. And it wasn't until, like, maybe the third game they realized, oh, we're playing against each other now. Also, really I feel like I feel like those people, like most of them, are like people. Most of them are in debt, like heavy debt, like they are in because they are very impulsive. Like mm. you know, spread like uh, just our main character alone, Giyun, He's like, like here it is. It's his daughter's birthday. His grand, his mother gives him money to be like, go take your daughter out. What does he do? The first thing he does goes to a horse race track. To win money. And then on top of that, he know he owe money to some loan sharks. And instead, like you would think you would keep money and not be talking about it or nothing. What does he do? He tips the cashier. Like he got money to spend. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like That's true. so it's like when you have we're dealing with a person like that, the ideas of, well, there's a lot of us here. The odds of me winning are probably super low. Like they're not thinking in that mind. They're thinking in the, in the mindset of yeah, uh, yeah. There is a lot of people here, but I'm still gonna win, though. Like, I, I, I'm that good. Well, it's the gam. It's the addiction effect. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't lose. So I. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Where it's that whole that impulse of like they're not thinking logically. It's the addiction mindset that be like, oh, well, the numbers have dwindled. This is definitely now in my favor. Oh, you know, I can show how great I am because I survived the one game. And then moving on to the next game. I think that that's also why I think they also got irrationally angry when they're like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. It's like, well, because in your mind, you you knew you were going to win, but you did not. And so right. you want to blame everything else around you for it. Can we uh, talk about the villain real quick? Uh, Doxu? Uh, is, is it Doxu? It, it was Doxu, right? Or, or Doxu? The, the guy with the tattoo? Um, mm-hmm. Um... 
I believe. Yes. I have to look that up. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he was an interesting person. Well, mostly because I, I, I'm glad, I mean, granted he was like a thug and like a criminal, but I'm glad that it wasn't like, that's all he was. Like it was very, it was very interesting to see him also play the game and to see him sweat at times too, where like, especially during that Marvel's game, I was like, Hey, Mm -hmm. this is it, bro. You done messed up now. <laughs> and and he he turned the game around, but I was like, it was it was actually pretty cool to see the antag like it's not our heroes versus our antagonists. It's no everybody in this room, anybody he could die tomorrow just because he happened to not play against somebody who's just a rando who has no name in this show and die. And I like that aspect. It's very rare that you see like a show like that where the I... antagonist isn't necessarily like invincible until they come in contact with the hero. Also, with the entire, he was, you're right, he was very scared and he realized weaknesses really easily. Like when Gihan told him, like when they were barricading everything, he came up, he's like, You guys don't think we can break through that? He's like, We'll hear you coming before you do. He's like, But tell me, what's protecting you? He's like, You have a crew over there, but you're still a player. Like, think about that very clearly before you go to sleep. We can hear them coming and we have a chance. You're not. You're in the open thinking they'll protect you. And that moment he looks over them and he can, you see this just blanket of fear that washes over him of him wanting to keep control, wanting to be, you know, the biggest badass, but knowing at the same time, like, oh crap, I'm really not. They can just slit my throat with the tools that I have given them. So Mm -hmm. that was like, that was like my, one of my favorite scenes with him was he did so well in that shift in character too. That was one of the times I really liked when he shifted from like the bat big bad to like just a fearful guy realizing he is still in a game where it is one against one. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel and he definitely exhibited that mentality of like, I'm gonna put you could tell that he was like a gangster because he put together his he 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 took no time in putting together his crew, putting together his 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 gang um, that was going to ride it out until the end, hopefully. Uh, But he didn't have any loyalty to anybody, but he was able to manipulate people into thinking that he was loyal to them so that they would be loyal to him, which another reality show tactic. Ah, Um, See, I told you about it. I really, (laughs) I really felt bad for, for Kang because she was a a a defective. So, Oh, yeah, defected um, from North Korea. Yeah, and all she wanted was to bring her family over, and that was like, damn. Okay, you had like her. I feel like she just had the realest and saddest story. Like um, the main character, I get it. He has a daughter he loves, but he has an addiction problem. And like all the other people had stuff, except for the one guy I hate, um, Cho Sang Woo. Yeah, he did this because of his own pride and stupidity and ego. He got his mother into trouble with debt and he lost everything because of his own ego. She really was an orphan. She was just trying to save her family, rescue them. She didn't get into debt because she gambled it all away. She didn't get into debt because she was foolish. She didn't get into debt for this reason. She got into debt because they literally skipped out on her money as she was trying to bring her family from North Korea to South Korea. I think 
honestly, she was the only one with an honorable backstory for me. I, I would say Ali, too, because his debt wasn't that he it, did anything. But, he got he hurt on the paid. job and then had to pay all the hospital bills. And his uh, boss refused to pay the, um, what's it called? Uh, the wait, uh, the salary for oh, the yeah, the salary. Yeah, the employee. Um, uh, it's a benefit. I forget what it's called. The um, for, workman's comp. Yeah, no, I know workman's comp. Mean. Right, he refused what, to pay no. the workman's comp to cover it, and but so he, he also owes refused the to, a lot of money. He also refused to pay salaries for the workers as well because he's right. like, ask the other workers if they've gotten paid, man. Mm-hmm. And then he pushed then him he into got the that stack of bills. I'm glad he got his hand crushed in that crusher. I was just yeah. like, hey, he doesn't deserve feel? his Don't hand. Don't feel too good now. Do it. Now I'm gonna take this stack and I'm gonna run. <laughs> um, very funny. Can we can we talk about the comedic relief of the show? Me me I'm not sure how to pronounce her name, but I love that uh, she also. Uh, I her stage name is Stephanie. Oh. Comore. That one. That one really somewhere else. Stephanie Comore or Comore. I I, I uh, think it's probably Comore. Then I see her name listed as Kim Jurong. Jurong. Yeah, Kim Jurong. Jurong. See, uh, okay, I'm looking at a different thing. <laughs> like, I'm on IMDb, yeah, you but that's what I'm else. saying. That's why I'm like, this is not her real name. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, but she anyway, was she she, she, was, she was, was she was amazing. And I saw something she apparently posted on Instagram. Like, I'm for anyone who watched Squid Game. I'm sorry, I'll be better in uh in in other roles in future roles. And people were like, "What? You were like amazing in this. You were hilarious." In this. I loved after the Marvels game, and she just got up from bed. She's like, "Did you guys miss me?" <laughs> like, I love that energy she portrayed. Of like, you guys really tried to screw me over, but while you all were dying, I got to take an extra nap. I for me I was I was very uh my favorite moment is when it's the glass when he's he thought for sure he had everybody he's like yeah that's right who going to move me and then I love her she just pushes that one dude out the way that she just walks up like how you doing remember me <laughs> and he's just like oh just it's just like that moment when you when you walk into a bar and you see your ex and you but you can't leave <laughs> you're just like I got to stay in this room with this person, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I love the bathroom she, scene. That was that was one of my favorite. The bathroom scene was a moments. little like over the top. Where I'm like, if you're if you're any good soldier, I mean, this man's killed how many people at this point? I, you really expect me to believe he wouldn't be like, look, I don't give a damn what you doing there. I'm coming in. All right, you talking I, way too much to be having all this activity going on. <laughs> I loved it because it kind of it kind of introduced her character and how like out of the ordinary she was and, and 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 then she was able to be grounded from that point on i like just a lot of her stuff i end up liking because she played that like will do anything t- will say anything do anything to survive mm-hmm. but in the end she was just like you know what screw it i'm not gonna survive this game these people play much better than me. So she's like, I'm going to take him out. I'm going down, but he's coming with me. Well, because she's like, look, like everybody else may have screwed her in the uh, metaphorical sense, but he screwed her in the literal sense and then just b- kicked her to the side like she was just a piece of trash. You think she, I don't know any woman on this earth that would ever let that just let that stand. Well, like, it's ever. More, it's, <laughs> it's more so that he was like, yeah, she had a security set. 
for a second. He's like, yeah, you're part of my team. And then he just literally, physically and metaphorically screws her over. No, a lot of the other people didn't screw her over. In fact, she got saved in the tug of war games by joining the old man's group. Well, yeah, but that was so, by default. They didn't want her. She was the only one left. And so they, they, still, they only had nine team. people. So yeah, but they still like, couldn't try to get rid of her or something. But and the, even, I liked her just because you know, she just had that like chaotic energy. She had such a chaotic energy and it was just fun because you really didn't know what she could do. Mm-hmm. You knew she would say and do what she wanted to like, but she never actually like murdered somebody like in that like prison fight style. She never like forcibly pushed out another character and well, dragged she did push another that one player on with the her. Glass. Yeah. She pushed him well, into no, at the end. what's his face, and then like the big guy pushed him off the edge. So technically, no, she no, got no. That guy but like, at, that's at the end. I'm talking about. I meant like at the end. I meant like during the like show. She was one of the characters that didn't directly sabotage the other characters. Also, you, I, I would say others. she technically got what's his face killed. The guy who was mad because there was no food for him left when it was like the egg and the soda and stuff. Because she's the one who came up with the idea to cut the line. And then after that, like, that dude got beat to death. <laughs> so so that's that's kind of on her. That dude bit. was going to get killed anyway. <laughs> I mean, hey, kudos because to him, he, though. He, he wasn't already tried, big, like, charging he, the guards. Yeah, but he wasn't scared of that big like, dude at all. He was just like, I don't give a dang how big you is or how bad that tattoo look. Dang it, you took my soda and egg. It's on. Yeah, but at the same time, you clearly... Didn't the girl who snitched, they they killed her, didn't they? Yeah, they killed her immediately. She was the first to die. (laughs) She won. Can we we talk briefly about about the cop storyline and how that fit into... You know, his storyline, the the longer it went on, the less I cared... (laughs) about his story. He's yeah, the one. I if I had to pick like a weak link of this show, that's the one where I'm just like, I'm sorry. I have honestly forgotten about your whole journey to try and find your brother. Like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> And it didn't really affect no, in the grand scheme of things, it like, didn't really affect. I thought they were going to find they were going to like find out about the compound because right, of and him, then like but. save the player so that way they don't have to compete down to one person because the police would show up and then be like, oh, we're saved. There's two of us here. Awesome. And it's like, no, he- but that really would have been for not. You were saved, but now all that money gets taken into evidence. Oh and no, you someone's just gonna help- take that money. <laughs> all right, the police will take the money. <laughs> the players get shit then. Um, I, I was. I just- really loved. Like sorry, his no. I just loved how like you did forget about his story, because you were like, "Oh, that's right." You you and with the random like selling of the organs. It's like, "Oh, you're part of that now." Oh, you yeah. somehow manage to grab the one mask of the person who was part of this. So that's lucky too. <laughs> and also, yeah. how did nobody notice the like minivan rocking on the boat? The one minivan, while everybody's here, is like rocking really hard. <laughs> I'm surprised that he even got that far because I was like, okay, it's very clear that you're tailing him. Ain't nobody else on this road but you and me. Like, if I'm, I do that all the time, just driving normal on the highway where there's multiple cars. I'm like, I check my mirrors, like, all right, is anybody following me? Like, mm-hmm. so driving down some long stretch of road, taking every turn with me. At, at no point would you think, oh, yeah, I'm definitely being followed. Like, he didn't even try. 
the the guard I, just need. A I was I was wondering how he had how his phone was charged that entire time. How did he? <laughs> yeah, have, he how, did, how was he able to you, charge it the entire he time? He used recording and texting and like all this stuff. And yeah, no, I agree with you, especially with recording. My battery dies. Right. Um. You know what though? I mean, like with the maybe because uh, this show does leave off where there could be a season two. And we never mm-hmm. officially see him die. Like he gets shot, but then he falls off a cliff. And in the That's rules true. of TV, if you never see the body, for all we know, he usually, could still be alive. If you get yeah. if you get shot off a cliff, you're usually alive. Yeah. yeah. So for all we know, he could <laughs> show up in season just... two and be like, "I was alive the whole time." And Sweet he got game shot is going to be shut shoulder. down if I got anything to say about it. <laughs> he got shot in the shoulder. He he didn't get shot in the chest or the head yeah, because it's like this dude has been like balls on accurate. With the headshots, this whole show, he missed right. on purpose. I think he was trying to save his brother. Like, there... I'll shoot you in the shoulder and you might be able to swim your way to the shore or something. But yeah. That's the best I could do. I will say, so I like, so I was seeing articles about Squid Game with the VIPs at the end, you know, the multi-millionaires, billionaires people. Were those For bodies it, breathing, by the way? I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Were those, like, those bodies, those painted bodies are freaking me out. I'm like, okay, are those people? Because if those are people, this is oh, really messed so. up. I actually don't. I just, it was weird. They look like, about those things. yeah, they were very still, like, statues, but I was like, I swear in moments I could see them rocking or breathing, and I'm like, okay, I think they're real. I can't they tell. They may have been real, but they weren't trying to be real. I don't know. Um, mm. So, Forbes Magazine, actually wrote about that part and they didn't like the villains because they said they were kind of obnoxious and annoying and blah 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 and i was like yeah the billionaires and rich people in the vip and i was laughing because i was like do you not know real billionaires or did you want to just continue the fantasy that billionaires are mysterious and dark and alluring (laughs) and cold because like have you seen the billionaires just in the u.s alone like (laughs) One's literally ch- building a rocket, right? To just very go to space everyone. just to hang out, like and not even like do yeah. anything. You just go. We just like, wants to go. <laughs> most of the millionaires and billionaires have been like on reality shows, are very plump, <laughs> and like are kind of gross looking, and there's nothing cold and mysterious about them. They are literally tweeting all the time when they don't need to be. They're on Instagram all the time, showing off their wealth, showing off their body, showing off like, look at this giant feast I got for three people. What do you think's happening with all that food, Forbes magazine? Like, also, what do you I'm sure Forbes on? is just mad because the only American characters are completely obnoxious and and like complete <laughs> jackasses. So, <laughs> but Forbes that's the reality. Is because that's they the reality. gave accurate descriptions right, of like exactly. Americans and billionaires. Exactly. They're annoying. Like yeah, they're sure. they're they're awful. They're American. <laughs> we are not great. We are very nice. There's a reason why every country hates us. Like we are not like the best representation of the good natured people on this it, in this earth. <laughs> even yeah, I mean, even us who are considered low lower class or middle class. Anyway, I was telling my sister, I would love to like, because she was like frustrating me one day. I'm like, I get it. I get why people want to go out into the wilderness and like be free from everything. And she's like, why don't you do it? I'm like, because I'm so American and spoiled. I need my blanket and my bed, my, my orthopedic bed. All right. I have like orthopedic soles in my shoes. 
I'm like, I like having a fan on me while I sleep. I am too spoiled. I am an American child. So I can, <laughs> like my mom will tell me because she grew up in a, in a very poor town in Mexico. And so did my father. They grew up in very small areas. She'll tell me stories. I'm like, oh, no, God, I need I need indoor plumbing and a shower with good water pressure. I just can't. I can't. I can't visit. I can't go down there. Like, like it's terrible of me, but I'm American. I'm annoying. So, like, yeah, I don't get why they they gave the most accurate description of all, like, most Americans. Majority. Yeah. Which, uh, uh, before we end this review, uh, last last thing we gotta talk about. We gotta talk about old Il-Nam, the old old gentleman. Because uh, I didn't see that twist. That was one twist I did not see coming Me at the neither. end of the show. That, cause I, I saw cause it coming I so just mad. because people kept pointing out they're like, if you look at when he's playing tug of war, he doesn't have locks on his wrist. If you look at when you're like, he's scan- they're scanning in uh, the red light, green light, each other, uh, it doesn't scan him. Well, People also out when uh, when they have the because I rewatched a few episodes when they're doing like the the uh, fight at night, like in the living quarters, it's they don't end the game until he says, "I'm scared, I don't want it ever." And then right after that, they're like. All right, in the game. So it's like also you know the marble game was an exact replica of his childhood home. Right. So it's like he like there was a lot of clues to that to the point that he was like the mastermind. But it was just one of those, and he's the first to sign up too. And he was the deciding vote for whether they could go home or not. So he was playing the game of being like, I'm gonna send them home, and then after that, they're gonna come back. And then we're gonna do this all over again. So it's like, mm-hmm. so I really think- came. It wasn't even that I'm gonna send them home. They gave him the option: Do you want to keep playing or not? Do you want to hold these people here well, for your play? I say, I say that he uh, knew they were gonna come back because when they come back, they tell the like game master, like, "Hey, like we only had a, I think it was like a 93 percent uh, return rate." Uh, He's right like, keep track of the, the other ones. Yeah, like. So it's like they were keeping track, and apparently this uh, because oh, yeah, this no. had happened before that they had like oh, yeah, decades. But yeah, they, they had you know people had voted to leave, and then they always I guess give them an option to come back because they're like, once you see how bad your life is though, and how much money we're offering, you'll be back. Maybe not yeah. all of you, but most of you. And they were right too. <laughs> I mean, most of them came back so dark. to die. Uh, <laughs> well, they assumed they wouldn't, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. but yeah, that twist was awesome. And I, I love the, the, I feel, I love the, the point he kind of makes at the end where he's just like, you know, I, that, that speech, especially when he's like, you know, the, the same thing between a person who has not enough money and a person who has too much money is that the, you know, and I'm like, that's really cool. And a concept I never thought of before that. Yeah. It's like life is not grand for either person. For sure. Well, we were me and my sister had this like conversation because we were discussing uh, like very privileged people and how they'll get inserted into a role they're not ready for, or like even if they're well deserved for, like so as you know, brown women, we have to prove ourselves not only in the way of our skin color but also with the way of our gender. We have a lot to prove for ourselves and sometimes it gets tiring and we get frustrated. And then we have people 
who, you know, the white males who have parents in power that get them these positions. And I was talking about it with my sister one time, and I'm like, you know, that actually really sucks for them. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, if you think about it, even if they're great for this job, even if they, you know, went to school, they studied, they worked really hard to get it. In the end, you know for a fact that their parents got them this job, that they interviewed, be they wouldn't have gotten this interview without the parents' influence or something of that nature. Now this person has to constantly prove themselves. And even if they do a good job, even if they show you, all you're going to always think is, well, daddy got you this job. Even you could work so hard, but you're still known as that person that like your work has no real value because of who your father is. And we feel like they're only going to move forward because of who your father is. There's no way to prove that you are good on your own. And it's the same sometimes the way with being a person of color or being a woman. There's no way to prove you're good enough on your own. Oh, why? There's a program. You need a diversity hiring. There's always something that people hold against other people in that way to, sh to discredit your work, to make them feel more valid. And it's the same way with like rich and poor. Well, he didn't take care of his life. He lost all his money. It's a discredit. Well, he has all this money and he's unhappy. What's his problem? You know, they're putting so much stock in the money. They're forgetting like mental health issues is a real thing with anybody money or not, you know, sadly abuse again goes into money or not you know and i think people take that one factor and hold it so much just to discredit somebody that in the end what, what is that saying that it doesn't matter the life you lived good or bad it, we all have the same size graves we should start treating each other as such although except for the pharaohs and the egyptians they do not have the same size graves. <laughs> they have insane graves but that's the that's what I think when he said that was that that whole like it's a discredit to one's life because you put so much value in the one thing they may have that you don't and that's all you're willing to focus on about them. So yeah, but Jonathan, I agree with the old man. What do you think about the the old man? Um I about the old man in general or the ending of the revelation? Both. Both. So the ending, the revelation, we find out that he was the the host. Um, I guess I didn't really, I wasn't really as invested at the very end because I had kind of moved on from his storyline. And I thought the show was going to end sooner than it was when I paused and saw that there was still 20 minutes left. I was like, what, really? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, um, the old, I, I loved him in the game and, um, you know, those, those kind of clues piecing together, I can see how he was, you know, the master of the whole thing. And it does make sense. And it is, it is an interesting twist, but I feel like for me at the end, I wasn't as invested as maybe I should have been in his storyline. Um, and yeah, he definitely had me emotional because the actor, I just have to, um, say the actor what is his uh where is his name young su um young su oh um he was brilliant in his role and um he played the the, the role of the old man really well uh, i believed that he was he had a brain tumor and was in there and had all these all this life behind him and all these childhood games that he 
he he knew of and, and everything. So I just really believed him and really appreciated his portrayal of the old man. Well, the brain tumor was real in the story. Right, right. He did have a brain tumor. Right. I believe the actor had a brain tumor. Not that the actor, <laughs> oh, not that okay. the actor had a brain tumor, but because um, I know oh, okay. that was one of the if, things if that he was... said at the I know that was one of the things that he said at the end was like, these things are true. Um, I really have a terminal illness and that's why he died afterwards. Spoiler alert. I, it was, uh, I was mad. (laughs) Not, not, I was mad. It was a mix of emotions. Cause at first I was mad cause he was alive. I was like, are you serious old man? Like you had me out here stressing, uh, upset with my, like I, I'm not going to lie. I put myself in the shoes of Giyun for a while where I was like, what, what would I do if I was in the game? First of all, I would have befriended that old man. I'm, old people are some of the coolest people I know, uh, especially back in South Carolina. So I would have been like, nah, it's me and you, old timer, till the end. We're teammates because <laughs> you know all the stuff. But um, yeah, so it's like when he died, I was just like, we lost a friend today. All right, <laughs> like, like it's not just we just lose like a teammate. All right, we lost like like a, like a buddy. All right, we were best friends, and then for him to still be alive, I was just like, you gonna betray us like this? Yeah, me too. Us, <laughs> like you made me think you died. Yeah, but he the- made me feel too much when he died, and I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> but I needed to know because the coworker was like, it gets crazy. Like so when I he watched- died the first time or the second time? The first time I was at okay. work. I was like, right. put my head down and be like, I just need a second. But then when he gives that speech and then he's talking about, and then like the, the scene with the, the homeless guy out there in the cold and stuff, I was just like, you know, it, it was, a, it was a really great scene and uh, a pretty decent ending to the show. Cause yeah, it was, I was, I wasn't sure what, how it was going to end. I was like, yeah, he's got, yeah. Son Gil's got all this money, but you know, I mean, what's he going to do with it? Like, yeah, there's no, and it's just because you have money don't mean you know how to spend it and are going to spend it on the right things. And, uh, I, you know, I was a little upset with that. He just, I under, I understand why he did what he did, but at the same time, he still had a child and he just gave all the money to them and he left nothing for his daughter. Well, it, it seemed to me that he, he didn't give all the money to um, her family, did he? No, he gave- I think he gave some, a lot of it to, because like he sent um, Kang's uh, brother with Cho's mother, um, and then I think he gave them a good chunk of it. I don't think he gave like I don't think he gave her like all the cash or anything like that, or or it even kinda- saved it for himself. I think he just like. He just has it now, and maybe like when he goes to see his daughter, he'll be like, "Hey, I got all this money." Like, well, he was having on a plane. Yeah, right. and he had he a nice did. suit on. Well, yeah, and he was I mean, able it to didn't cost yeah, forty six billion dollars. <laughs> like, it's just like I'm sure that didn't cost that much. Yeah, but is it forty? But you're putting it to forty six billion. It's so I did the. I did the. It's like thirty four million. Yeah, it's about thirty. It's about. It's like thirty seven million dollars. Yeah, it's like thirty something. Because sometimes they're like, I need like uh, two. Ten thousand. Yeah, ten thousand. Yeah, ten thousand is about eight dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I was (laughs) yeah, I was super confused. Yeah, like I know, I know with uh, Chinese money or yen, right? It's yen. Mm -hmm. One. 
No, that's one. Korea. Korean is one. Chinese. No, is, I know yeah. with yeah, yeah. No, I'm I know correcting with Jonathan because I think he still thinks you're talking okay. about Korean currency. No, I'm talking about Chinese oh, I money. You, I know you were asking like, what the what yeah, the money I know, in the like, show was. Yeah, I know how like 300, 200 yen is like a dollar fifty for us. Right. That conversion style. So I didn't know how much that. I kept thinking about doing the conversion, but I never did it. So sometimes they were like a thousand one, and I was like, what? Now, Wait, I know this is not right. Here's the thing, though. I did. I thought about throughout the movie, where I'm, like throughout the show, where I'm like, yeah, okay, yes, you did win the money, and now you've got forty five or forty six billion won. Okay, but you still don't have a real job. Like it's just like people who win the lottery. It's Nobody like, needs a real job. Well, here's the thing. It's just like people win the lottery. Just because you win the lottery does not mean everything will be all good because money runs out if you're not replenishing it back. Not if you have $37 million. Okay, Jonathan, if he starts spending it on a bunch of plane tickets and a bunch of other things, starts giving you know the money away to family members to buy who to, died to during that. Because I'm sure he's going to give Ali's family something. He's going to find them and going to be like, hey, here's a little here's a little something something on the side for your baby and uh, from, from Ali. You know what I mean? Like eventually, you know the money's gonna. My point is, the money's gonna run if out. If you make, let's see. Well, if you, you know what, I actually always thought about that with winning money. I always thought I'd put at least three million in CDs to be accessed, like so many years later, and that actually, you know, uh, CDs with like um, interest charges that allows it to grow if you don't touch it and you can't touch it. I always did that in increments of five years. My brain always went that way, but then again, I think again my brain doesn't work the way other people. If you thinks. if you make a hundred thousand dollars, if you make a hundred thousand dollars salary every year for eighty years, that's eight million dollars, and that's working for eighty years. Most people, most people don't make that much money. <laughs> so that's true. Like the average income would be like a hundred thousand. And like that's when you're living the best life you can. Well, our right. dream toy. Yeah. I mean, I guess he's a chauffeur, so I guess it's not like he's not making any money. But it's just, it's just the thing where I'm just like, all right, just don't spend all this money at one place. Like you're doing a lot, bro. <laughs> that that would be the now. problem. I would be. Yeah, that would be the. <laughs> if anything, that would be the problem. I would be worried since he had this past, this this gambling uh, past. I would be worried about him spending too also, much of the money. I had questions. I was like, okay, did you ever actually pay? You owe a lot of money to both your bookies and the government. Did you ever end up paying either of those? We don't address that. We don't. And he's been back for months. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like winter. Season, no, that's actually a really hey, good point. Season two, maybe season two, which, which was what I was going to say for like one of the last things we could do before we wrap up. What do we think is going to happen in season two? Because obviously at the end of this season, we see him call... Um, uh, the Squid Game again, and um, they say, "Hey, just get on the plane. Don't worry about us." But he gets off the plane, and it l- seems that he's gonna try to Go dismantle back. the Squid Game. Yeah. So, what um, do we think if there was a season two, which there probably will be, since the show is so popular? It might be a all. Uh, uh, I hate to say it, this would be super cliche if they did it, only because a recent movie has done this, but it. It probably is what they might do is an all star round, like all stars, where it's like that's How this, that like work? the first season, oh, like, was like all Hunger Games. This season, oh, like Hunger all Games the winners style. are coming back. 
like Hunger Games style when they yeah. brought back all well, the winners from the they last year. always do that. What is it? Um, recently, we had uh, Escape Room did that. First movie, random people. Second movie, all right, all the winners are coming back. I'm just like, okay, I don't know who any of these people are. You might as well have just pick random people. <laughs> but I think I, also what might be fun is if the brother is like, like to to blend in he joins the game or whatever to kind of sneak around or something i don't know how but uh maybe he's still on the island like that could be that's the only other thing i could think of that's like a twist that i you know would i think it would be neat to see like the people who went against jinhon uh for like his bookie and like some of the people that have kind of like harassed him throughout life because of the money and bets he made like the cat like the people at the racehorse kind of throw it all there it's like okay We'll double your money. But now, basically, you have to let everybody die. Will your moral code say, these are human or these people, you know, who physically hurt me? Or are you going to try to save them? Is it that easy to save people now that you're looking at the people who have hurt you? You know? Maybe. Like, before he wanted to save the lives of the others because he had grown to, like, love them and care for them. But these are people who have physically and probably mentally abused him because of his own comings, of course. Um, but like, can you do it now? Because it's basically going against, would you save your bully? Mm. I, I also, I just thought about this, or it could be interesting if the next season is they put him through a series of games, but not to try and kill him, but to test him so that he'll be the new game master because the brother won one of the squid game rounds and we never get an answer as to how he became the game master after that. So I'm wondering if that I, we're going to get those answers in season two because they're going to put Gyun through the same thing be nice. to become the new game master. I think the element of games has to be included in any future seasons because if it were to go back to just a narrative like or story he's trying gonna, to fight off somebody, then I, yeah. I, I, I would be less interested. Or maybe in, they're going to try to make him one of the VIPs because now there's a slot open. That is like, true. You can take, maybe they're like, you can take the old man's spot. You can take his money too. They're like, but you have to now be part of this. You have to be what you oh. deemed. In the end, you can give your child everything. You can give all the players, you know, families everything you want. But you have to sit in the chair now and be part of this. You have to put on the creepy golden diamond masks. I was also going to say, uh, well, Jonathan, before I, I say what I was going to say, do you have any season two predictions that uh, you want to say? I mean, it seemed so to me. I was like, oh, he's going to take him down. But it's probably not going to be as simple as that. And he's probably not going to be able to. And, you know, they like like you guys were saying, they might somehow coax him into getting involved in this organization, company, whatever you call it, even further and he just gets wrapped up into it even more, which would probably happen. Um, so somehow he's going to get wrapped up into it even more in season two. Uh, and it's I, not going to be as easy as just taking him down. Yeah. I was going to ask what you guys thought about the uh, production design, though, the show. Because I think that's the other thing that's helping it sell it, is that everything is so iconic. Like, right, from the top, that, amazing. 
to we the really like set design. This. Like it's so uh, everything's super iconic <laughs> stuff. Like, I gotta go. That's um, why I'm surprised this show wasn't based off like a, a manga or something like that. I'm like I'm surprised it's a very original concept because of how good yeah. It looks. And and really quickly, apparently, I heard that uh, the guy who wrote this wrote it in 2009 and was having trouble selling it and. It wasn't until recently when they were able to make it and sell it to Netflix. So testament to never give up whatever project you have. Um, but yeah, it was like the 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 visual design. I could not take my eyes off the screen during each episode. That creepy doll at the in the very first game that was like sixteen feet high. Um, she was amazing as well, and apparently that's. Um, the the cast the the four main characters were on Jimmy Fallon, and they were saying that that's a popular doll. There's like a boy version and a girl version um, in Korea, mm. and Ooh, that's um, worse. yeah, <laughs> I love the like, multicolored of staircase that looked super mm-hmm. cool. The shots of that room was just incredible. That remind me of the plastic toys when you were a kid. The the orange and blue toys. They came in like the bright and pinks and the bright reds and greens. They're really like plastic, hard plastic toys. Mm. By Fisher Price. Mm. I don't quite remember them. You guys, uh, I can probably like if I saw a picture, I'd probably yeah. If you saw, because that's what it reminded me of, of like when you used to stack them on each other or try to put two slides on top of each other to make a bigger slide. Really, you're just leading to a concussion. But that's what it looked like to me, like a price, uh, Fisher Pricer's like playset going on, the plastic and the multi steps. And a lot of I, there were only a a, a a couple times where I could tell that something was CGI, and I'm like, that's impressive because most things nowadays, the whole movie looks CGI or the whole show looks CGI. But there was only like a a, a certain few times where I could tell something Candy was CGI. Man. I wasn't sure if the Candy blood was CGI. failed at being CGI. Because um, some last shows, sometimes to save budget, they won't uh, use squibs because squibs are hard to set up and cost a lot to make. Um, so they'll use like, they'll do digital squibs, which is just CG blood for like being shot and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm curious on that because um, I couldn't quite tell. I think it was digital blood, um, but who's to say? It's hard to tell. I, I think some may have been digital blood when it was like the mask with the red and green, but definitely it had. To, I felt like it was squib when it was that first shot when she when the runner was running mm-hmm. and he got shot and it was all over her. That was that would definitely look like she was even feeling it. But then again, you're right; it could be in CGI and we would never know. But it almost looked like she was like moving it in her hands and that you're right the cgi was insane with that and just the production was off the charts the lighting and everything and i liked how they didn't touch anything when it came to like things were still covered in blood nothing was cleaned up almost like everything was being erased while the game was going on things were really other than the bodies being removed things were left almost in like time and frame. So when they, when that one guy, the doctor came running back into the room where they had cut up the burnt sugar, you could still see the blood stains everywhere, and the mm-hmm. dirt was still all like mucked and like coming, kind of solidifying now. So that was really interesting to see, and because you can always 
almost see when the productions or the crew has started cleaning the sets and changing it. But this one really felt like this set was was for this and this only, mm-hmm. and it hasn't been touched again. So I was very impressed with the set design. It was also so colorful too for such a dark yeah. show. And it was massive. very bright and vibrant. Yeah. Like I can only imagine. I'd love to just step on that set to see how because on TV it looks like it's huge. It looks like they had to take a whole like warehouse warehouse in order to build all this stuff. It's possible because they use a different room for each game as well. So mm-hmm. they probably they probably used the the only thing I'm certain that they used a green screen like a one of the green screen room green screen rooms for is for the the glass part they definitely used the yeah. green screen for that uh, and maybe the tug of war and tug of war uh, room i will say Whoa. uh although i'm glad that because in my head i was like because they kept doing the games and i was like okay the last game's got to be squid game right like right. why would we name the show this <laughs> and then and they introduced the game at the, the beginning of the, the very show. beginning of the show and we're not gonna ever see squid game we have run through so many games and we haven't even gotten a squid game yet i mean it's also translated into english was it actually called the korean game actually called or the korean show actually called squid games in korea or was it that we translated it over to Squid Game? I think it's actually called I think Squid, it is Squid Game. Because okay. the shape is a be- squid. Because Netflix also admitted that they didn't realize it would be this popular because Americans, once again, do not like reading subtitles in movies. Well, they know, there is a they, dubbed version they, of the show, so people could watch it right. dubbed if they wanted to. But Yeah, which I think is always worse. I hate watching show. I'd rather watch a movie. It, it's the lip sync no, no, for no. me. I can't do it. If the lips aren't matching up to the words, it drives right. me insane. No, I can't but they it. didn't realize it would be this popular. So a lot of the clues that led you to like the conclusions and stuff, things were mistranslated. Mm. A lot of the subtitles are mistranslations. So a lot of people missed a lot of clues. And Netflix is like, okay, okay, we're going to redo them. We'll fix them. We'll make them closer translation. That's why I was like, was it actually called Squid Games? Because I never looked up the original <laughs> Korean name of it. At, um, at one point, I had the English dub and the subtitles on at the same time. How? And they were they were two they were two different things at one point. Well, that's like they so always the words do that. the words and the subtitles were not matching and i'm like what the because i just watched uh recently i watched star wars visions which was uh they did a they gave seven anime studios free reign to do whatever they wanted as far as long as it was like a star wars story but if they wanted to like because they're all seven different like short stories um that could or could not take place in the star wars universe like they all just you know it's basically their own rendition of star wars whatever you want to do do it and you have free reign to just be as creative as you want to be. And um, they, uh, if you watch the Japanese like original language, that script is not the same as when it's the English dub. It's completely different. So it's like they always do that when it's like they do like English dub stuff compared to like what the original language is. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just yeah, but Netflix is apparently going to redo it. So that's cool. People they're are all, like planning also, to rewatch it already. I mean, it depends. They're also, they, you know, this I, isn't I, their first foreign show to be popular. I think it's to this level. It is uh, their their most popular foreign show before this is probably Money Heist, which I think is on its last season now. That. Um, that's a Spanish. Mm-hmm. I think it's Spanish. Is it Spanish or I've been meaning or South to watch American? that as well. It's Spanish. Okay. 
yeah. Okay. Um, what do you mean by Spanish? Like the, the Spanish language. And I think it takes place in Spain as well. It, it takes place in Spain. Yeah. So it's, it's okay. Because I'm like, you guys say Spanish, but like. I meant like it in Spanish, that it takes Spanish. place in Spanish language. Spanish, <laughs> Spanish language. language yeah. yeah, but you were like Spanish language. I was like, well, okay. Go, good. Anyway, um, I, <laughs> uh, I, um, I forgot what I was saying now. Oh, also, um, Netflix is also, um, they are taking out the phone numbers in the uh, right because people have been in trying this to show call because people have been calling them. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. people have been calling yeah. them. The number has been one number to like forty five hundred calls. <laughs> so they're like our bad. Which it's just like what do y'all expect that? It's just like like if you call eight six seven five three zero nine, like you're not gonna get the girl in that in that song. Like who do you think? It, like it's just a number, dog, in a media thing. It's not a real number you can call and be like, "Hey, is this Squid Game? Uh, sign me up. Where do I get the forty-five billion? <laughs> like, like, you, why I would mean, you do that? If why would forty-five hundred people already calling? That says something about the world. Ridiculous. But anyway, final reviews and grading, um, I guess. Who wants to go first? Jerome, you go first. I'll go first. Uh, I think this is a, a solid A for me. I loved the show. I think it was good. Uh, I don't regret watching it. I will say, uh, as a pre-warning, it's it's really bloody. <laughs> it's really so. If you are very, if you're a squeamish person, don't watch this show. Like it is very bloody. Um, but overall, I think it's a great show. It's got amazing characters, a really good storyline. I love how grounded it is, despite the concept. It's very still down to earth and i love that you get a whole episode to just find out who your main characters are without them being in like the high stakes of being in the game so that you can take time to get to know them and then you're and then you're thrown back into the game it's like all right now you know who these characters are now you know how the game works the show's going it's very well structured the show is very well paced and very well structured um so yeah i'd say watch it recommendations off of this if you like this show and you have seen it uh, give Alice in Borderland a chance. That's also on Netflix. It's really, uh, I think it's really decent. I haven't finished it yet, but it's pretty good. Not as bloody as this too. So, you know, you can watch it with people who aren't as squeamish. Um, and uh, also Battle Royale, if you've never seen it. Great Japanese uh, film as well. And that one is bloody. So, you know, fairly warned. <laughs> I agree I with the rating. Um, and the bloodiness. Yeah, it was very bloody. I give it an A. This is, this will be an unchanged A. Other, uh, like, unlike some of my other A's. That are yeah, and like Malcolm and Marie and in the Heights. <laughs> hey, we don't need to bring up the name of those movies. I meant to keep a tally. I don't know. It's just every this. time you pick, like, a lot of times, Jonathan, you'll pick a movie and then you'll be like, this movie's amazing. And then, like, weeks down later, you'll be like, I, I may have been riding high on that movie a little bit. Um, you know, I, I think I still like it, but you know, it's not, it's not, it's not amazing. <laughs> but I will, I will say this is absolutely, definitely the best show that I've watched so far this year. I had a fun time. I was heartbroken at points. I laughed. I was intrigued. 
once again, and I'm going to bring it up again, but it brought me on my reality competition show feels. And what I was going to say in the beginning, but it was a spoiler, is that the you know how the the final three contestants they had a meal at the end. They do that on Big Brother and Survivor. Like whenever <laughs> whenever they get down to the final three, they have a dinner or in Survivor's case, a breakfast. And the final three just talks about the game and and all that good stuff before they actually get to the final bloodbath. I thought they were having an eating competition too. He was like, oh, he finna finish his steak first, not today. (laughs) Just like, like, you don't know if it's game or not. Just enjoy the steak. You're like, you know what I mean? Calm down. Well, you're also, I'm sorry, you're going to try to, look, even Cheddar was shocked. You're trying to enjoy a steak in the middle of all this bloodbath. I'm just saying, like, it's been a very stressful few days. Like, I'm, not, I'm just trying to enjoy right, this meal right now. Haven't you ever been so stressed that you're just like, I'm going to eat because I just need to eat. Also, I knew for a fact his mom was going to be dead by the time he got back home. I was like, you've been gone yeah, for days. Nobody, like, nobody there's no way she's still alive by the time you got back. If she's that severe, has that severe diabetes, it's only a matter of time. And that was sad. There was nobody taking her, and she couldn't really walk properly because of all the issues she was having. Right. Yeah. But sorry, Jonathan, continue with your. No, your but reaction. I agree. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to go down on my notes to make sure I say everything. Uh, I gasped when when uh, she had the glass in her stomach. That was that was really painful. It it, it was a it was a visceral pain for me. Um, and also they were they were very generous with those times because I was like, okay, 16 minutes has far passed by now, you but we know for the sake of the drama. No, we know for the sake of the if you if you time it, I bet I bet it would go longer than 16 minutes. Um <laughs> that, and that first game yeah, like, the, there was up, 10 Jonathan. seconds left. In the in the first game there was 10 seconds left and we got at least three minutes of drama. <laughs> Like, I will say was- that I will I will agree with that that like especially in the first game because everybody stood still for so long for multiple rounds. Yeah, the clock should have run out a lot sooner. It was only like five minutes or ten minutes or something. Right, right. Well, they had to make the game fair for the first round because they knew they were going to shock some people. All right, they had to know that. But it wasn't. It wasn't fair. They just stopped. Look, I mean, they 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 bear. Like no. basically hung a dude and for their own co-worker like for their own employees to That's be like true. look I mean, the game gonna be fair if you don't believe me ask them so <laughs> so they, they believe in equality and like giving y'all a fair shot sometimes right. when, when they feel like oh, it well- <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking speaking of the the other coworkers, and in my final thoughts, um, th- something that I would like to see maybe in season two is more. I typically don't like backstory, but I was curious as to what the reason why the employees were, how they got there, how they got involved, so, why they are involved. So there, there's a a theory that because they offer the red card and the blue card, right? So had he part of the matrix. I thought that's. I honestly thought that's where you were no, going. No, Jonathan, is the Matrix part of this show? <laughs> they do reference the Matrix one they time. They do. They actually. Okay. No, that's fair. And, like, Look, you can't <laughs> discount anything in this game. Uh, that if he had ch- picked the red card, he would have joined the red team. Because they had the same thing. If your uh, face gets unrevealed oh. or your identity is known, hi, Cheddar. Um, 
you'll 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 die. So that was their challenge. Do not reveal who you are. Because mm-hmm. even the people that were switching like body parts or go, they didn't know who the other person was. Right, they referred to each other by numbers. Yeah. Right. So they didn't even risk it with them. Like the people you're, you know, getting body parts with. In, so, in cahoots. cahoots, thank you. So I, there is that theory, but again, who knows? Yeah. Sure, season two, never know. Season two. Uh, but overall, my thoughts, I, I really enjoyed the show. I thought the actors were phenomenal. Like I said, they were on Jimmy Fallon. Apparently, the guy who is the main guy, all of these people are like huge in, in Korea, by the way. And the main guy apparently plays villains. Like that's what he's known for. He's playing is playing villains um in Korean dramas. And I'm and Jimmy Fallon said the same thing. I'm like, I I can't I I don't I I mean I believe that but I can't see it like he he was such a rootable person in this show. What's interesting? Um, that's so the yeah, same, that's the opposite in Shang Chi, where the main villain in that uh, Tony Leung, uh, he normally plays like main like the love interest like main guy. He never plays bad guys. So Shang Chi was like his first time playing a bad guy, and he did it pretty well. He was a pretty good villain, even though he wasn't like a villain villain. Still pretty decent. Mm-hmm. If we can hate you, uh, you're a good villain. <laughs> Watch Sean Alex, how- <laughs> Alex, how about your thoughts? I liked it a lot more than I anticipated. I watched it just because of all the hype. I really did get into it because of that. And then I was like, all right, I'm enjoying this. And it was the first game, which I did post on Instagram, where I was like, holy crap, this escalated so quickly. And I, yeah, I, saw I that was like, on, on, I, yeah. on Instagram, I laughed because you were just like, oh my God. <laughs> this all just happened. Because I didn't get, I didn't, wasn't shown that part. I'd shown the part where a lot of them were like dead and I assumed they just failed the game. I, I, didn't I, didn't, realize... I have to admit, I did not watch your story. I saw that you had posted about Squid Game and I hadn't seen the show uh, for, since then. So I immediately closed out of it because I didn't want to see anything. But I'm going to go back to our archive stories and then watch them. Yeah, like they were they were good. And it was more that I didn't see that initial what had happened and how they all had freaked out. The human nature of us all to panic. So that's when I was like, wow, this has the feeling of escalation this is like whoa um and then just getting more into it and the character the main character at the beginning he was kind of a douche you know getting that money spending it but then he got became more likable and just seeing him in different views was like oh you actually do care about your daughter but you clearly have an addiction you have a problem well you did a good thing by being staying away from her and her and the mom and everybody so that the bad people who are after you don't go after them. You started being able to see the good in the people. And even with like the gangster and the chaos, you saw the human in them. And that's rarely done in like a lot of movies and shows. Like they give a glimpse that, yeah, we're all human. But this allowed you to see the fear and the anxiety of each individual player and what they were willing to do to survive. But somehow some of them didn't have that line to like step over and just straight up murder people or you know that so i ended up enjoying this and plus the games were intense and i didn't really play games like that growing up i never understood marbles i never got marbles i never get i like this i've played I like that they're one shiny. time and that's Great. same you're, probably as well yeah. right you're supposed to like just 
Like it's a very I, very old game though. That's yeah. like well, in that version you were supposed to get in the hole, but there's been other versions where you're supposed to like knock the other person. Yeah, that's what I think about. Additional form of marbles, and then there's like, but they were playing like a bunch of other games that you right. Can they do said it marbles. didn't matter. They're kind of just making up, making it up as they went. Like if they didn't know how to play. Marvel is also game. just of like a game like from like the twenties and thirties. <laughs> Although I do like that they're shiny. Um, yes. <laughs> so the Marvels one and some of the games I didn't really like enjoy, but I enjoyed like how they manipulated it so that you could win or lose. But it was, and I do like that they were like it's about the integrity of the game. Mm. You mess up, it doesn't matter who you are. It's about the integrity of the game. So I did appreciate that everybody technically did get fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. I would have to give this show like a B just because I feel like Netflix went lazy with the subtitles and we missed a lot. Apparently we missed a lot not having the proper dialogue. Um, And some of the characters like I felt were really weak because they had that like villainous type of we can do what we you know want and then in the end it's like oh I'm going to sacrifice myself for you and it's like why? I understand that they may have a more noble cause than you, but it's like at the same time, why? Why go through all these trials and then just be like, yeah, in the end, I'm going to tap out. See, it that doesn't might be, feel realistic to me. To be honest, it could be Korean writing though, too. That's true. There is a difference we, in yeah, the different co- difference in cultures. Like, it's one of the things where even watching Alice in Borderland, they make decisions in that show where I'm like, why would you do that? But then I have to remember that this is a different country. They're from a different country. They have a completely yeah, different yeah, culture. Yeah, so definitely. Their values it's the aren't different the same or things that are important to them isn't the same. That's true. No, I and I agree with you. I think there's a lot of like because it's such a different culture than ours, and there was that displacement with that that made it hard sometimes hard for me to connect. Although them talking about you know being poor growing up i connected with that where i'm like oh yeah i used to do little stuff like this too to make my food really warm or you know get an extra snack when i was younger so that also when they were conversing with our childhood was really nice Mm. i do think there's just a lot of like stories that weren't finished but then i know they were intending to make a season two but i kind of hate when people do that because you can never guarantee guarantee a season two nowadays things can happen Mm-hmm. So, like, there are a few chunks of the stories that I feel, like, left empty, and that upset me. Also, why did he dye his hair red in the end? Yeah, that, I don't know. <laughs> I, I was just like, hated that. I'm sorry, but the red I, ain't to, a good look for you. The to, barber to should me, that was. <laughs> To me, what? that was like, to, to me, that was like, because he didn't say anything when she said, what do you want? Do you want a chop? Do you want this, this, that? And he didn't say anything and then just cut to him dying it red. Uh, to me, he was just like, do whatever. Do right. whatever. She, she do the crazy thing. She deserves to have her behind beat. Uh, she is up yeah, there. Yeah, because it wasn't even the like same. a solid red. It looks like one of those reds like teenagers put in their hair. Mm. That as soon as they take one shower, it turns to pink. Her and Martin Luther <laughs> King Jr.'s barber need to are in the same leagues of just getting their tail beat down. Okay, MLK. now I'm Listen, not they're going pushing to MLK on stuff Martin Luther King All right, you look at King his hairline, they're pushing his stuff back. Put anyway, we're talking is... about Squid Game. I don't... He in the it's league it's of trash it's... barbers. That's a cultural reference I don't understand either. I don't understand that either. And okay, I'm so that's just a Jerome reference. So. Listen, look at his hairline. Look at it. Look at his hairline from when he started. And when, he, and by the time he got assassinated, they would push this stuff. So, back Alex, what's your Instagram? Need, wait a minute. Why wouldn't his hairline just be receding? I'll believe it. 
<laughs> He's too young. When so, did my the squid game. Be. Okay, anyway, yeah, go ahead. Anyway, like socials. There we go. <laughs> Alex. Instagram, Alex and nobody. I'm at Alex and nobody on Instagram, but I handle the TikTok account, the first ones to die, where I post all tidbits. The newest one I post is me being unnecessarily mean. It wasn't mean. Apparently, it was my Chicago accent coming out that I keep forgetting about. Because that is a common phrase. What? What? What do you mean that's a common phrase? That's, that's a common phrase over there. No, that's I actually... Mean, yes, but it's it's a word. It's just it's not even a phrase. It's just one word. No, that's how we express something that we want to be told. It's just like, what? What? But it just sounds aggressive because out here, a lot of that accent is aggressive. <laughs> what about you, Jonathan? Where can we find you? You can find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you please. And you can. I'm looking at Cheddar slapping your hand. He's trying to fight me. <laughs> Jerome, Jerome, where can people find you? At? You can find me at not Jerome Rhett uh, on Instagram as well as at RoboZoo Media. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can find us at the first ones to die everywhere. You can find us on YouTube. You can email us first ones to die at gmail. The first ones to die at gmail.com. We'd love to get your emails and tune in next week for some movie that we're going to be reviewing. Um, probably. Uh, stuff is coming out. It's on the list. So we're doing a lot of Halloween stuff too. Halloween kills comes out. Halloween kills. Halloween kills comes out. Yeah, be on the lookout on YouTube for more Halloween stuff coming from us. We're going to be doing a whole bunch of stuff. So just just be you got to be subscribed to catch it all. That's all I'm saying. You know. I mean, we're not going to kill you if you don't subscribe. You know. uh, I mean, I might. My moral codes are (laughs) wonky. Note to self: Don't play your game with Alex. Uh, right, you're, for you're real. definitely going you're to die. Look, I have repeated <laughs> over hands. and over on here. I have said, when it comes to killers, I don't need the fastest. I just need to be fast. See, and yet the one time, like one day, one day we'll do another role yeah, play. So y'all, the one was time on me, you did not. Everyone's like, oh, Alex sure. is just. Why is Alex just sitting in the kitchen? Why doesn't Alex help us? She has the actual stuff to help us. I'm like, fine. And I go to help, which just proved my point. I should leave all your asses. <laughs> That's like what they were saying in the in the um in the episode where they had to choose the vest. They're like, don't choose the front or don't 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 choose the first, don't choose the last. You gotta choose in the middle. I was Alex, getting upset. I was like, man, if you don't take a vest, although that did make me laugh. <laughs> When that when that dude was praying to God, and then that guy was like, "Hey man, you need to go," and he threw him on the glass. And he was like, "Thank you, Lord." And I was like, "Oh uh, uh, no, the Lord is looking at you like, uh, I didn't do that. All right, that's definitely the <laughs> devil. Okay, because I I didn't tell you to kill that man. All right. I mean, he gave him the physical strength. Also, I love to move the obstacles in his was, way. He was praying, talking about praying to the Lord. Like, Thank you, Lord. No, I, I feel like in my head, Cannon, the dude behind him was like, "It was a good thing you you talking to the Lord because you about to meet him. Get your behind out the let's him off that glass table. Like, get your behind out this goddamn glass. Move out the way. I would have pushed him. We trying to live. Be like, but, pray and move, pray and but move. But dang, that girl stuff. got some strength, though. She hold on to his big behind and just fell back into that glass. Right. Like, <laughs> that's she, pettiness. She could not she get said. her off of him. 
I was like, that's pettiness. That's that's the power of revenge right there. No, that's being petty. Like I've <laughs> I've said this before. If I'm going out, I'm going out. I'm taking people Listen, with me. I it's like I said. <laughs> that sounds more safe. threatening than it is. It's not. I don't mean I'm going to try to take people out with me. It's just if I'm going out in a way, uh, people are coming with me. I was just like earlier in the episode. What if like, that you panel? <laughs> what if that glass panel had been one of had the sturdy ones? The actual, they just would have went. <laughs> Oh, oh! Never and then she just would have been rolling, just rolled the other <laughs> side. <laughs> yeah, they I just, just rolled. I think I'm she just in rolling. my mind. I'm just like, do you think she forgot? I don't know a woman on this planet who don't remember the exact arguments or threats they've made at their men ever. <laughs> like, like I, it could be 19 years from now. You could be on your deathbed. Is just like. Remember that time back in 99? 99? That was like a decade. Like was three, four well, decades ago. Here's you still remember easy that? Way, here's an easy way too. to fix that, though. Here's an easy way to fix that. Men can do better. <gasps> and or they can stop fucking can stop up so much. Grudge, all right? <laughs> like, Why? Because the moment I do... So you and just on the keep next fucking time up. on the first ones Look, to I'm die. I'm just saying when men bring up y'all, they like, bring up uh, any woman's <laughs> mistakes. It's all like, well, that's just that's different. You do the same thing to me. <laughs> just saying, right? Then that's just a bad, unhealthy relationship that you need to leave. And this is why Malcolm Dude. and Marie didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's our show. On that note, tune in next <laughs> month or year or century to find out when we have our gender discussion in deep dive. <laughs> And with that being said, we'll see you all next week for our Halloween Kills review. Bye. Bye.